0: Beyond the Wrench with Jay Gananen from Find a Wrench. Welcome to Beyond the Wrench. My name is Jay and Today I welcome Russell Hill from Fixed Ops Marketing. Uh, Russell is a really, really fun person to talk to and, and uh, has done a good job growing his company. So welcome Russell, how are you doing today?
1: Jay, okay, I'm doing fabulous. Uh, for all your listeners out there, uh, uh, I live in Texas, and every every you know, we've been on the national news now for a week. It's been uh, debilitating, but you know, it's all part of the journey. And uh, the family got a little closer during that time as well.
0: So. <laughs> Didn't think you could be any closer than quarantine, right? Like That's, just right. Like... <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right. How uh, how cold did it get down there?
1: Well, uh, the the first night it got with the wind chill. it got to negative 21 i've been here since 1966 or 67 never experienced that the next night was negative 17 wow and then it was like negative six the third night with all with the windchill uh and then we started to look it's 77 here today <laughs> sun is shining <laughs> everybody stop it you can't get milk you can't get water uh the water's contaminated there's no bottled water uh it's um it's okay though. We're we're gonna pull out of it. We're 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 tried and true Texans here.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy to hear you made it out of it uh, safe and sound. Thank you. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your company to start with? It's a uh, it's such an interesting concept and and something that is uh, I think some some of it's just flat out new to the industry, right? And I think it's uh, it's cool to hear what you have to say. So why don't you tell us about that a little bit?
1: Well, okay, this, uh, this company, Fixed Ops Marketing, this particular one, it's 13 months old. Okay. Uh, we, we rolled it out into uh, the, the first week of January in 20, and then the next month, COVID hit, go <laughs> figure. And we approached these investors, because I've, I've been in the automotive space since 1985, but we approached these investors and uh, they bought into me and my partner and the dream that we had with this company we founded. And so they gave us all the money and we're sitting here thinking, okay, we're, we're getting this thing all, all going. And then COVID hits. And we're like, you know, I'm getting calls from my vendor friends and they're crying the blues and dealerships are shutting. But of course, service is essential, right? Yeah. And of course we had this in the downturn in 08 as well. And now it was like a wake up call. So what this company is, is we deal with websites, we deal with conversions, uh, emails, uh, how things are displayed on the website. And what we decided to do is build a company that's uh, video coupons is what it is. Now, this this next statistic is not from me, it's from somebody else, but they say but by, by 2022, that 80% of all consumption is going to be videos. Well, you know, YouTube is huge, right? Yes. Yeah. And they have all that stuff on the verbal side, but they've never really had it on the websites on the fixed side. So we developed this product. Uh, it's just robust cutting that technology. And what we're about is pulling people or lit, reaching out and grabbing people out of the 20th century and putting them into the 21st century. Now, <clears throat> this is going to sound like, I, I, I'm not Steve Jobs, okay? But, you know, <laughs> you remember back in 06, everybody had, you know, smaller was better. Now it's the opposite, right? But everybody had these small little phones. You could barely email, let alone text the A and, you know, all the things you had to do. And then Steve Jobs came along and he produced this product in 2007 rolled out called the iPhone, which everybody, you know, here we are today, right? It's revolutionized the world. Yeah. And he created a product that nobody knew they needed or wanted until the product came out. And I kind of feel in a much smaller way, that's what we've done here because nobody has video coupons. Nobody has the automation that we do. And we're about adding tremendous value at a low price point that explains all these Premium services because uh, at least nationally anyway, 75% of all people that roll into a dealership are there for oil changes. Right. 56% of all ROs that are open are, are one-liners. They don't make their money on that kind of stuff. And uh, so what we're about is educating the customer about premium services. Uh, obviously, other people are doing it, if you think about it, not my numbers, but NADA says that for every franchise dealer, Jay, there's 16 non-franchise entities they're jockeying and buying for that same business you know right all the 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 brakes and the repairs and diagnostics and batteries and tires and alignments and all those things so that's what we've done we've automated a product and delivered it in such a way that we have uh weaponized fixed operations on their websites today that's that's what we're doing
0: so for those of our listeners that aren't watching on either youtube or wherever they get the video at Give them a visual of what this coupon looks like, right? Because I think that's the, that's the hard thing to get your hands around Is Okay, what is a, what is a video coupon? And, and really, what are you doing with it? So, all right, now, if, you,
1: if we were to go to 10 out of 10 websites, you, you'll see a lot of websites. This is crazy, man. A <laughs> pair of scissors. Looks like it's cutting out a dotted line. Give me a break. Everybody's on these today. Yeah, they're not on their their PCs like that, and so this is uh, this product is visually stunning, aesthetically pleasing to the eye, and it draws you right in. Um, it educates the customer in such a way that you don't have to click any further. Uh, there's this thing that I like to call the the three click rule. Everybody's familiar. Hell, we're all online, right? Yeah. If you click more than three times to find something on a website you're looking for anxiety starts to set in and your exit rates start going up astronomically on that fourth click so you better deliver the goods and that's what we do we deliver the right content with the right message at the right time so when they're seeing these aesthetically beautiful video uh coupons there's videos in the coupons that they can play now these aren't we have youtube videos for like bgs and wins and mock and petra and all those types of companies are off youtube right but all the other videos that are on there are our videos we created them it's our own source code they're not bought third party or anything like that so we control all the content and the source code and of course they can push that out to social media and stuff but these these video coupons are captivating while they're in the coupon with one click it opens up and they can do six things inside of that coupon. They can text, they can email, they can print, they can call, they can schedule service, they can, uh, they can fill out a form. Six things they can do inside of the coupon. Well, here's the thing. We don't have much to do, at least at this stage, with driving traffic to the website. But I'll tell you what, when they hit the website, they're going to convert because everything has changed since COVID. Right. Technology, shopping habits, every, less is more, not more. Less is more. So these websites, uh, these dealerships are rethinking what they're doing, with these websites with all of these pop-ups and floating things. It just ticks customers off. Or you hit a menu tab at the top of the um, website and you got 20 things under there. Well, Anything beyond seven items in a drop-down for a customer to to look at, it creates enormous anxiety Mm because they can't find what they're looking for. So we've streamlined and helped dealerships streamline that. So when we walk in to visit with somebody, if it was somebody like you, for example, here's what it really boils down to. All a dealer wants to know is three things. What is it? What does it do? And what's in it for me? And one of those things better save me an enormous amount of time, okay? And that's what we do. Yeah, I wish I wish we could pull it up and look at it, but, th- but that's okay. Um, yeah, you know we uh, that's what we're doing. We're we're pulling dealerships out of the 20th century into the 21st century and automating and weaponizing uh, their service and and parts content with uh,
0: video. Well, I I love that, and we'll uh, we'll make sure we put some links to your company on there uh, in in, new, in our comments. Now, how, let's take a deeper dive in and talk about you. Uh, how how did somebody like you get into the fixed ops marketing business, uh, and and uh, what was your background leading up to the time of you starting the business?
1: Well, it all started in 1968 when hot wheels came out that's when it all started uh, i had an affinity for hot wheels cars just fascinated in 1985 i won't tell you what i was doing before then but 1985 i got into the car business and started selling cars and in 90 days i of course i figured it out i was the smartest guy in the room and my sales plummeted right <laughs> so uh, <laughs> i had a um, wonderful mentor, who's still a friend of mine to this day, his name is Mike Biggers. And he taught me the road to the sale, the way, the right way that it needed to be done because there is no coincidence, chance, or luck. At least that's my experience. You reap what you sow. And there's, there's everything is mathematics. And there, there's a process for everything you do. If you shortcut that process, it costs you gross, repeat, referral, CSI and SSI every single time. So he taught me after that 90 days when I fell flat on my face what I was doing wrong and that changed my life forever. So I ended up um, running dealerships uh, in 1999 and beginning of 2000, I decided I want to do something different. Now, a lot of people, you probably know a lot of them, tried to get out of retail because of the hours or whatever the case may be, right? And it's really difficult because the money's so good, right? Right. So we were... um, I went to work for a company with a substantially less income that I was making called Car Research. And about six months after I started there, we started creating a CRM uh, that's still around to this day. I was with them for 11 years and actually became a, a partner in that company. And I, I saw things were, were changing. That's the short story. Okay, You learn a lot about partners and contracts and stock options and stuff like that. I'll leave that one alone. I love everybody. Okay. But um, I decided to take some of that money. And there was another company called R&D Interactive, a technology company that I wanted to invest in. So I became a partner in a technology company. We built websites, uh, did email marketing, had some really large clients, uh, nine and a half years. Uh, It just, it wasn't working. There's a lot of reasons why it it didn't work, mostly because we were undercapitalized. Yeah. So, my One of my partners from that old company, we got together and we started talking, what is the next big thing? What is the next big thing? So we put together a very detailed 13 month business plan. He flew down from Oregon and I set up uh, uh, in uh, three uh, meetings with investors the same day. By the time we got to the third investor, now the investor knew me and he yeah. knew my partner. But by the time we got, but we had this thing on paper. We had mock-ups in a PowerPoint. And uh, by the time we got to the third investor, he called and said, I'm in for all of it. Wow. And so we started uh, building this from scratch. Uh, We hired the right people. Um, uh, We both, you know, uh, work off each, uh, each of our talents and strengths that we have. And January 7th of 20, we started, uh, we, we sold our, our first client and it's really more since then. So we're sitting right at about, um, and of course, COVID happened after that. We had a really flat month. We sold a few deals in February. And after about the first week of March, uh, we hired a, a chief marketing officer. And I mean, we're, we blanket all the social media stuff every single day. Yeah. Anyway, this is one of those things that everybody realized they needed. I mean, sales departments were closed, service departments were open. And uh, when you see this stuff that we're doing, it's like, how do you say no? Uh, So you have, you know, most of the time you have no coupons on there. You can't really do anything with them or it takes days to get them uh, built or whatever you got. Then you got to get with the fixed guy and say, okay, what coupons do you want? Oh my God, his his phone is blowing up. The heat case is standing there on service drive and, you know, so so people don't show up. Whatever it is, right? So they just—it's—it's uh, it's almost like at one dealership. I remember visiting. They get an enormous amount of service. Huge dealership in Houston, Texas. They said, "Russell, this is a beautiful product, man." But he said, "Listen, I don't want to spend the money. We don't need any more business. We don't need any more business." I said, "I know, I know. That's exactly <laughs> why we're talking." He said, "What the hell do you mean?" And I said, you do need more uh, lines per RO, don't you? Yep. And he's been on with us ever since and never looked back. Now, we've morphed, our product is morphed from just coupons to now we have a full-blown and people, people have got to be asking, what the heck are you talking about? We have <laughs> a, a full-blown service website now inside of the dealership's existing website with built-in SEO, search engine optimization, and Google My Business, Mm. and it is mind boggling with multiple pages for uh, customers to drill down. When you get there and you look at the page, you you just stay there looking around because there's so much great content that you can watch and look at and go from page to page. It's phenomenal. That's how I came to be where I'm at today.
0: What's a, what's and just hearing what you say here, a couple of questions for you. First and foremost, you said that Mike Biggers was your mentor. Yes. And that he told you that you were doing some things wrong. What, what, what did he teach you there? Okay, here's what he taught me. So back
1: in the 80s and even into the 90s, you couldn't uh, let a customer drive off the lot. You always had to drive first. And we'd always start with, you know, meet and greet, fact finding gathering information, etc. You know, is this for you? Is this for somebody else? Business pleasure? you know all those things that we do leading questions to get the customer talking and then i would do the six-point walker around, and it was really imperative to be done a particular way to where when i got finished walking around the vehicle i would open the passenger door and the customer i'd leave the door open the customer would have a seat in the passenger side and then i'd go around to the driver's side i would also leave the door open because i wanted him to see what i was doing and i usually had one foot outside of the door open and then we're discussing the feature, advantage, and benefits, right? And then I would say, "Well, um, let's let's take it for a spin." And they say, "Oh, no, 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 no! I I got brain surgery in five minutes. I can't do that, <laughs> uh, or I got to get back to work, or uh, hey, I'll pick the wife and kids up and we'll be back at five o'clock." And so that would, and so Mike Biggers put his arm around me and he asked me to do a walk around and show me what, because something was happening after ninety days, right? And he said, okay, here's what you're gonna do. You're great up to there, but when the customer is over on the other side, and you're finished with your feature advantage benefit. Don't say, would you like to? Shut the door and say, come on, let's go around the block. You know, no, I got, no, come on. You know, you wanna go around the block. This, we're just gonna, we'll be right back. And they would shut their door when I would shut my door and that changed my life
0: forever. Interesting. And that's, that's kind of when it clicked with you, huh? Right,
1: because people buy an emotion. See, touch, feel, smell, taste, and drive that thing, right? That changed my mind.
0: So, how does that apply to the service side then? Like, so and, and this is where I kind of building off of this, I think this is an interesting conversation where when we talk about that, and if they're buying off of emotion, and you're you're kind of taking that philosophy and trying to move that to the 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 web presence, right? Like you're you're trying to when they come into a A website give them that same feeling of you know that you're creating maybe some level of trust with them or you're you're creating some level of knowledge um and and being able to kind of cater that same you know maybe a similar relationship that you were seeing on the sales side right right so it's a good
1: question um jay they make their money with premium services not oil change and rotates and balances so uh, if you can have a video that will explain that in a way that a service advisor probably cannot, your chances really go up. If they hit the website and they see this, aesthetically, it, it's uh, it, it just draws you right in. And, and immediately, they know it's something they've never seen before. They're on your website. You better do something with them and engage them in some way because they're going to be gone if you don't. Right. Well, customers, you know, we, I think we take for granted that we think customers know the difference between a conventional, a semi-synthetic and a full synthetic oil change that they don't understand. No. They see an oil change for $19.95 for conventional and they see it for $49.95, for example, yeah. uh, you know, for a synthetic and they think, well, this is the better deal. So we explain that in the videos and we track the people that call, the schedule service, the text, the email. Uh, and the the percentage that click on the videos and the percentage of people that actually watch the videos all the way through. So we engage the customer in that way and the the advisors will also send these video coupons directly to their customer while they're in the waiting room or maybe perhaps before a scheduled appointment. Uh, I think it's really important right now more than any other time because this is the only time we have tires. Mm -hmm. Tires is huge. Yeah. After 36 months, customers typically defect and start going to these places, pet boys and all, all these Firestone and Goodyear. And, and that's fine. What locks them in? What locks them in is tires. The dealership's mentality, which is right now why we're talking, is starting to slowly change. It's a paradigm shift, right? The rules and regulations that have established our boundaries before are changing. You're not going to make any money selling tires, and you don't have to keep a hundred skus of tires in stock either. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the 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 National Discount Tire doesn't do that. Right. They don't even have rear tires for my car. They got to hot ship them within you know 24 to 48 hours or something like that. The dealerships have the same accessibility as that place does. So you're not going to make money. Here's where you make money: after they buy those tires from you, if you handle it right, they're yours for life. The, the, I don't know. It's astro- It's like 67% of those people are going to come back and buy a newer used vehicle from you because they'll get everything done with you. You say, well, we don't make any money on tires, Russell. Oh, oh, you're not thinking long game. Right. After the tires, they're going to be servicing with you during the t- typical time where they would defect. They tra- they stay with you. And that's when you're making your money is off the premiums they have to get those cars they got to get the flushes the coolant flushes the brake flushes uh the, the b- battery they got to get all this stuff if you got them on tires you got them on everything else do you agree
0: yeah i i do i i think that's some of some of what i see too right because i'm kind of I, i'm very closely affiliated with both dealerships and independents is that you're both kind of fighting this game right that's and trying to trying to uh, I think dealerships are awakening to the importance of tires and independents have kind of known it all along. So like that, you're kind of getting this clash of, of uh, you know, the dealers want that market now. And, and so, uh, and then you throw in the, the Midas, the Pet Boys and everybody else, and it's a competitive market for that. And I think you're right in terms of long-term outlook for a shop, how important, and, and for a dealership, how important that tire, that market share of tires is um, and and that's you know I think you know a big part of the podcast in general is about that right we're we're trying to kind of turn over some stones and see okay what you know f- from a profitability standpoint with a dealership for instance tires are another it, you, like you talked about it's a line item that if it comes in if it needs tires you get to do an inspection on it. You get like, you get, you know, some level of, um, you know, maybe they need brakes, maybe they need, you know, there's other stuff that they need and that gets you hands on that car. Right. And I think that's such an important piece when you're trying to talk about, you know, when you said line items per RO, I think that's super important. And then really being able to build that trust level too, with, with a customer, right? And, and yeah, and not filling them full of BS in terms of like what those line items are, but hey, I'm trying to keep your family safe. These are, you know, having good brakes on your car is really important to keep your family safe. And so being able to get that across, I think is super important too. So I think, I think this is interesting. And you know, the, the video coupons, now I wanna go back to that part a little bit and in, in trying to get a full grasp of those myself who does the videos? Is it you guys that do the videos, and then the yeah. shop kind of rebrands them under their uh, under their umbrella, or how does that work? It's a good question. So in 13 months, we went from
1: uh, this aesthetically pleasing coupon, it was just a picture inside, to um, what we called Advantage, our alpha product, to Advantage Plus, which is plus the videos. It's the same looking coupon except it has embedded videos with text and background music. That they're about a minute long that explain um, the difference between, say, a, a synthetic versus a conventional old change. Why they should do business at the store with certified technicians. You know, those types of things. Feel good. Cool. Business. And uh, from there, we're in the process right now of doing uh, dubovers, voiceovers. Uh, so there'll be text and not only background music, but uh, a phenomenal person that does this for a living that we hired to dub over uh, all of our, our video coupons. You're not uh, doing
0: that? Uh,
1: <laughs> not, uh, no, no, no,
0: that's a good one, no, no.
1: We, uh, now, now, where we're going with our, our next product, which we're starting, because we, we're evolving fast, is dealer branded uh, videos uh, inside the coupon. Uh, cool. Or there's, um, uh, they, they can we're gonna have a button on our reporting tool that you can, with a click of a button, you can send to all your social media platforms uh, with all the pricing information that we'll be able, if the prices go up or down the next month, we'll be able to change that video coupon on the fly. It's just amazing technology, it really is. Wow. And it's all, right, right now, what we do is automated. So a dealer goes, uh, well, we know, first of all, when we visit with a dealer and they say yes, uh, we just need a few pieces of information to get started. The first things we first thing we do after we go live is we duplicate whatever coupons, the three or four that they have on the page. Then we set up what's called a configuration column. Same thing happens again when you say, Well, we need about uh, 30 coupons. And they go, Oh my god, you know, I, I, I can't even give three or four. Well, we already have all of these, so that we just show that to them. They say, Well, I like that one, but the price needs all the the stuff that we can change colors, fonts, prices, drag and drop, and do amazing things real time in seconds while the dealer is watching all this happen. And then once it gets set up, it's done. Other than maybe some seasonal changes, uh, some pricing changes, we roll out a new slideshow in our in our uh, in our banner every single week. Uh, we we have all those types of themes, and we have regular spot checks where account managers touch base with the dealerships once a month, go over their reporting. Um, Now, a dealership can have access to do these things. But remember, when we first started talking about this, the inherent problem is time. And, you know, when they see this, they know it's important. If they think it's something they have to manage, it's not going to get done. Let's face it, Jay. There's a lot of vendors out there. We see a lot of great stuff that's got a tremendous track record of performance, right? And this is what dealerships buy into And they do that. But here's the inherent problem. Um, They're not getting the results that they were pitched that they would get. Well, somebody has to manage it for 15 minutes a day or three hours a week in order to get those results. Everybody's too busy. They don't have time. You already got 15 usernames and logins for other types of products, but you only manage three of them. So 12 of them nobody's even logging in or looking at our stuff is automated. Even the reporting comes every Monday morning to their inbox in the PDF version. So they don't, and that's one of the things I say when I'm talking to dealers at first, you don't have to manage this, no usernames, no passwords. I know and you know that that is a big thing with them. If they yeah. look, if you take that out of the way, And we tell them what the price point is up front. Then they're going to focus on what I'm telling them. They're not going to be thinking, "Well, how much is this?" And what about who does this and who does nobody does that. They like that. They like that transparency.
0: Yeah, and I like not having to remember passwords. I think that's uh, that's always important. (laughs) Um, (laughs) How so? Talk to me a little bit about maybe some common errors or maybe missteps that a dealership has with their website. And obviously we're talking pre fixed mix, uh, fixed ops marketing, getting involved, but what, what are some things that you see when you go onto a dealership's website that you're like, yeah, we probably need to change some things here.
1: Okay. Well, one of them is it's really hard to find. Okay. All four of the dealerships, um, Profit centers are located typically under the specials content page.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you talk to dealers that are familiar with heat mapping, yeah, and watching what customers click on, they're clicking on new and used inventory, and they're clicking on specials. They want they want to think that there's special some kind of special way that they can save money, and you deliver a bunch of poo poo, and it's a negative experience. And they end up exiting. This not only affects the fixed operation side, but let's face it, it affects the variable side too. If that's what they're there looking for and they have that kind of experience or there's nothing there, they're going, Who in the heck am I doing business with? Or how about it's the same thing as you call the dealership? Hello, hello, this ABC Nissan. You know, I mean, yeah, come on. Your first line of defense is your website and your receptionist when the phone rings, right? Handle that in a professional way. And that's what we're about. We're about making that look professional and they don't do that. So you can't find it uh, or they don't even have it at all. They don't even have service coupons or parts coupons or accessory. They don't have any of that.
0: Some of them don't have service pages.
1: No, they don't. Yeah. Not that they, they, they know it's important, but they just like, here it goes, time. Right. And who's got the solution? Yeah, well, they've tried this solution. They've tried that solution, cost them of dollars a month and got them absolutely nothing. Our average store from using our product that do nothing to manage it, 20% conversion. Well, Russell, what is a conversion to you? Everybody's got a different, somebody that actually interacts in some way. They schedule service, they call, they text, they email, they print. Uh, Those are conversions. There's an action taken. And with every conversion, there is an email that goes out to whomever they want it to go to, uh, or multiple emails, or ADF XML into their CRM, or all the above. Immediately, if someone texts or schedules, or call, you get an email notification that someone just attempted, somebody just uh, intended to schedule service. Maybe they didn't complete the process, but they saved the coupon and filled out the information to schedule service, but it, they never made it through that process. That's the kind of stuff we do versus nothing on there at all where you have to click three or four or five times but and sometimes when you get to the second or third click it's it's a 404 or a 401 redirect there's nothing there right.
0: it's error yeah it um, you can tell i'm kind of passionate about well, it I, I love it i love <laughs> it well and i think oftentimes when you go to a, a especially a dealership website you can get lost in the woods really really fast like and obviously for the most part i think most of them, when you go out there, the very first thing or the call to action, I think for the most part, maybe I'll ask you this, but it is, you know, browse our inventory. You know, it, it, it is very much sales focused. How do you get the focus? So you're speaking to fixed ops people now, right? And service-minded people. How, in it, it, for the most part, I think dealerships are sales focused, right? Like it, when, when yeah. you know, that's, the the sexy end of the dealership right is that that front end side and you can you can see that when you go to almost any dealer's website like that's their that's their priority. How do you as a say you're a fixed ops director and you want a better presence on your website, and say maybe they're not going to go with fixed ops marketing but or any other thing they're just going to work with their web developer in in house right? right. What what are some ideas of you know, obviously, the video coupon is a really, really cool idea to drum up more business and and really stick out and stand out. But any advice for somebody that's kind of in that spot where maybe they're 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 handcuffed a little bit in terms of budget and really are are stuck in trying to get some marketing budget over the service side uh, where they can they can stand out on on uh, on a dealership's website. It's
1: uh, a good question. I. um, before I answer that, so when, I, when I talk to some of these stores and say, Russell, we just don't have the budget for it. Now, our, our price point is anywhere from $399 to $799. And, and depending on the relationship and how I interact with that customer, and I'm sitting here thinking, now, don't you think it costs you more money not to have that than to have this? Uh, and you got to think about it for men Sometimes, you know, I don't push, you know, if they right. say yes or no. But here's the other thing. With all the menu tabs at the top, you got about us, you got a, a finance tab, you got a parts tab, a service tab or parts and service tab with you know nothing under there. You got new, you got used and you got specials and maybe something else in the menus up there. Well, with our product, you actually have a standalone service coupon tab in the menu. That's all that's there when they click on it. It's there. That's all that's there. Well, dealerships never did that before because all that's there is nothing. Right. <laughs> the pages are blank or there's only two or three coupons, nothing really enticing. So why waste that space up at the top of the toolbar?
0: That's so, what we're doing. So maybe let me ask you this. Okay. Are are do you see any dealerships out there that have kind of their service menu out there? Like so when I say service menu, um maybe their, you know, the the list of services available and what they cost, or, um, you know, is there? Do you see any transparency there with with shot with uh, with dealerships and and kind of customers? Uh, if I'm
1: understand, yeah, I think it's it's real important for transparency. Transparency. Um, there's nothing customers hate worse than you look at new used vehicles, or you're looking at coupons and call for price or. Whatever you have to, you have to, you have to perform some kind of action in order to get the reward. Yeah. Customers, don't, customers don't like that. They do love the transparency. So if it looks good, it answers the questions, it's informative, uh, they can find it easily, and they can enter, engage and interact with that coupon in such a way that they've never experienced before. And then on top of that, if you make it easy for them to find, whether they do business with us or not, right? I, I would venture to say that nobody's just going to go up and put a, but you got all these white menu tabs up there and you see a green service coupon tab and they click on it and there's nothing there. Sorry, no specials come back later.
0: (laughs) We, we say that. So this is funny because, and we often say, you know, in our business and trying to find texts and in working with shops to help them find texts, it's frustrating how often a, company's website isn't reflective of their current position openings and and what they actually have for job openings. There's a lot of times where it's not, you know, they're not promoting that they have an opening at a store and you're like, oh my goodness, like that's the one spot you can't screw up. You've got to have that on there. And I, I could see the same thing, you know, on more of the customer facing side with what you're doing is, you know, in order to, to draw that customer in, you have to show them that you're creating value for them, or there's something there's something that wants to drive them to make an, to take an action. And that's, you know, if you're giving them a good special and doing that, you know, I think that that's a that's a big piece of that.
1: It is. I um I liken this um, websites are like a dog. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that the last time we spoke, but um, it's not it's not original. I read it somewhere and just sounded good. So it stuck with me. But they said, what the heck do you mean? Websites are like, well, they are. Uh, First of all, dogs aren't free. Okay. When the puppies and cats and stuff, they cost an enormous amount of money. People don't take that into consideration. But websites have to be watered. They have to be fed. They have to be played with. They have to be let out. They need to be bathed. They need shots. And websites (laughs) are the same way. Somebody has to manage. People switch websites because of the flavor of the month or, or twice a year or something like that, unless it's a mandated something, they put these sites up and they think they just manage themselves and they do not they, they need to be massaged and yeah. and, and nurtured and uh, and kept up to date and stuff like that. The hours are wrong, pages are empty, the information is wrong there's redirects aren't you know the pages are blank. I mean, you see this all the time, don't you?
0: It's yeah. Common,
1: it's commonplace. And it, so
0: it, that's, it really what is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we help dealers with. I That is a great point to take home in regard to websites. And that's not just fixed side. That's every side of a, yeah. of a company's website. And that's something, you know, I, I think you're right in that a lot of times you think you can kind of set it and forget it, but... That is your storefront. I mean, that that is as important as what your building looks like. I mean, that that is such a, a, a big piece. And again, you're trying to you're trying to build a relationship with that customer. So if you do want to sell them tires, that you've got a relationship with them, they feel comfortable coming in. Exactly. And I mean, this is all just kind of you you opened up our call talking about that sales process and and how you did it on the sales side. I think that sales cycle is very similar on the, you know, the conversion side from a service customer that comes into your website, looks at the service tab, looks at the coupons. And then from taking that full scale and and kind of that ecosystem to where they land as a customer and where they land as a a continual customer, you know, I think that's, that's, um, that's great. How, how do people come up with the coupons? Like what, what, what do you uh, suggest on, the actual offerings that they, they put out there. So, I mean, is it just something as simple as like, Hey, 10% off of tires, if you buy four or, you know, like whatever, you know, whatever that deal is, do you help the shops with that? Or is it? Yeah,
1: we do. Look, These fixed ops directors, these men and women out there that are in the trenches, you and I both know they're extremely busy. Okay. They're doing their best to keep up with advisors, technicians, and all the things that come along with that, all they know, although they know that this is an important component, uh, but they're dealing with all that. The last thing that they're not marketing people, Jay, they're not. I am. Oh, it- I know through exhaustive study and research, the 15 highest performing coupons in the industry that convert anywhere from 4 to 18%. I know how they should be placed. Uh, People think, well, you just put a dollar amount on there and you go on down the road. Well, we make suggestions. Well, no, let's don't do that on this one. A dollar off or percentage amount off gets higher conversions than a dollar amount off does. It has a certain value associated with it that you're not, you get looking at the price. price. Everybody's got prices. 20% off. Ooh, how much is that? (laughs) But it makes them feel all warm and fuzzy, right?
0: (laughs) So this is funny because this is... uh, as a lot of people that have listened to this podcast f- for our entirety know, I, I spent some time as it's basically the fixed ops director role, but on uh, an ag and construction equipment dealership. So I, I left the automotive side for a bit and went over that side. And one of the hardest things I had to do was come up with original like marketing campaigns for parts. Right. And, and it was tough because it felt like I was doing the same thing year over year over year. And the manufacturers would come and they would tell us, Hey, you know what, if you buy this in bulk, you'll get this, you know, when you, when you order at certain times, sure. you get a discount on this. So it became really honestly kind of boring to me uh, from, from that side. And it was because I didn't know enough about what to do with that. And I think there's probably, I, I, I would guess I'm not alone in that where, you, you look at the coupons, and you're like, okay, is this really enticing somebody? Is this, you know, it feels like I just did the same special like two months ago. And it it's like, you know, I equate it to like, if you go to Kohl's and they run sales every single time you're there and you're like, if you pay anything for, if you pay retail for anything at Kohl's, you're an idiot because <laughs> literally everything's on sale all the time. So I, how do you, how do you get out of that redundancy of of like hey this is the same special over and over and over again or maybe yeah. it's just like hey this special's awesome it works every time run it
1: well but you're the only one that knows that okay because yeah. the customers don't now i do see uh, a lot out there when I, i'll look at somebody's uh, specials coupons etc and they'll have uh, i was just looking at one this morning it had an expiration date of 1231, 2021 I mean, come on! No sense of urgency there, right? No, no. got plenty of time to exercise that coupon. <laughs> there's not a price on there anyway. All there is is a
0: print button.
1: What the heck am I going to do with a print button? And, it, prob- it,
0: it, it probably works like me with a with a gift card. If I get a gift right. card that has an expiration date on it from like a small business, I'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll use that. I'll use that, and then I look and it's past the date, and I never did use it. So, yeah, there's, I- there's
1: <laughs> You mentioned calls a minute ago. My wife is an avid shopper at Kohl's. Okay. Yeah. And, and they know it too because they're it on <laughs> Facebook and coupons in the mail, 20% off this one day sale, right? And and I said, she's got, going to shop. I said, where are you going? And she knows I'm going to say this stuff. She, I said, why are you going to 20% off of what? I mean, you got, <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got a third of the stuff in there with tags still on it because, but maybe it was a good deal. Uh-huh. And I said, okay. First of all, you're not going to go in there and get just that. You got to think about this. Okay. So, uh, how much is um, okay where do you got to go get milk in walmart it's at the very end of the store they know that they put out these um, manufactured smells and these little blinking red lights these coupon things hanging out of them stuff like that and and or they say well i got to go to walmart to get a gallon of milk let's say a gallon of milk is a dollar ninety eight, right yep and i said why don't you just go to the convenience store right there uh well because it's $3.98 It's cheaper at $3.98 than ninety eight. She says, what do you mean? Or he says, or they say, what do you mean? Well, first of all, it takes 20 minutes to get to Walmart. The community is down the road. Then you're going to park your car out there. You're going to walk all the way to the back to get this gallon of milk, and you're going to walk out with $50 worth of crap, not just that gallon of milk that you saw at checkout, right? Then you're going to get out to your car, and all those people that don't put those carts up, Smashed into the side of your car, and you got a big old dent, and you got the wear and tear and gas on your car, and then you're back here 45 minutes later. You could have been here with two minutes. Paid the 398. I,
0: I I agree, and I think, but th- those are all lessons that you could take though from how how Coles does it, or how, and, and that's something that you know even for our business here, that that's something that I've always kind of looked at is when I'm going out and somebody does a really good job at selling to me, um, whether that's physically or through marketing purposes or, you know, whatever, I, I try to take note of that because it they've put a lot more research and a lot more time into it than I have. I appreciate it. I, yeah. I, I really do. So we're, we're,
1: we're uh, I'm coming full circle. So we do things all the time to change the look and feel, even for the people that are looking at it at the store. Consumers Uh, you're going to see something different every time we have uh once a week we put up new slideshows new banners or you talk about the bulk stuff how do you advertise that well when that kind of stuff happens we put up slideshows with links you know for tire deals buy three get one uh only good through and you know and then we switch the coupons around then we go from a percentage off to maybe a dollar amount off or or something like that so uh the expiration dates however always change from the be automatically incidentally from the beginning of the month to the end of the new month. Uh, so they always look relevant and there's some sense of urgency with that. But you're right though, if you're if you're looking at it and it looks like the same all the time, um you always want an oil change coupon up there. It yeah. doesn't have to be a giveaway. You know it could be $10 off or, or 10% off or something like that. But people are looking for a deal and they think that's a deal. I do, don't you Jay? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate that kind of marketing versus nothing there at all.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and I think you hit on a key point there too, where, you know, I, I think from a business standpoint, it probably stands out to you more than what the consumer sees. Um, I, I just, it would drive me nuts. And I, I'm just curious as if other people have this, but we would do kind of our marketing calendar at the beginning of each year. And lay out the specials for the the whole year because we actually, we had put a calendar out and we put the specials in the calendar and people were, it was a John Deere dealership. So people were crazy about that calendar that they wanted that free calendar. And the funny part was like, it just, it was so hard to do something different. And even like with some of the product lines, we had one really popular product line that there was not a lot of margin in it at all, right? Like it, it just wasn't a very profitable line, but it was super popular, and you you kind of had to sell it, right? And so, you're trying to put together a special, and you're like, all right, this eight dollars off of this two hundred dollar item really going to push somebody over the edge, and I, I don't know. It, it was it was such a hard thing for me, and and I've got some marketing background, definitely not the marketing background that you have, Russell, but um, it, it's just a, it's a fascinating subject to me because I sometimes. And trying to figure out what an effective special is and that could actually almost be its own episode is how do you, how do you figure out how to market like what what's an effective special um, or a coupon that it, it, it's a lot harder than it sounds it, it, at least it was in my experience
1: it is and that's why if I had to sit down with somebody and you were the service director Jay and we sat down and said okay now let's on the first page I need uh, 12 specials. Okay. And you're going, I mean, you're, you're, uh, which ones, what's, what's what are the disclosure? We already have all of that. We have over 500 coupons in our library. Mm. So we make it real easy. There's a ton of value and, in that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have, you know, on what we call our featured offers page, for example, we like to have at least eight, but prefer 12 coupons. Well, th- what's the strategy for that? Well, when people hit the site, they're so enamored with the way it looks all the IBOs are, we have four across all the eyeballs are on the top four. The eyeballs drop to about 50% on the second row of four. Hmm. And by the time you get to the third row of four, it's in uh, uh, the low teens, high single digits, but they still convert. So the placement of those coupons, the relevant ones that you want to push that month is really important. And that's the kind of stuff that we strategize. And we don't say,
0: hey, what do you want to do? We do it for you. Hmm. Know what works. That's... And- that's valuable. Now, do you do you, uh, do you keep like backside statistics on on the coupons, like we being do. able like so when I say that, like if somebody clicks on a on a coupon, are you able to track whether it actually convert like it was like um, took an action, if you will? Well, yes, uh, our
1: reporting tracks uh, all the calls, all the texts, all the emails, all the prints, all the schedules. so wow. um. Bec- and keep in mind, reflecting back when we were er- talking earlier, for every one of those actions, there's an email notification that goes out to somebody at the dealership level, knowing that somebody just took an action. Yep. Uh, that's one thing. Then we we also let you know in the in weekly and monthly reporting, uh, phenomenal dashboard with reporting that who would have figured that fixed ops would ever have that? But we know <laughs> it, We tell you what your highest converting coupons were that month, in order of how well they converted. Wow. Now we have a, uh, the, the last time we spoke, we didn't talk about this, but we have this thing called an email builder. that's free. Uh, we have a premium version and we have a free version. It's amazing, amazing technology, which is from the last company I had. But you, I don't know if you've ever talked to anybody about, people love getting service coupons and as long as you don't bombard them, they don't opt out. Now they'll opt out on the variable side of stuff. If you're throwing yeah. vehicles at them, they'll finally just say, shut it off. Yeah. But they don't with coupons because everybody's driving a car and everybody needs service. Yep. So we have this thing that you can click on and you can build, check, you can build an email in two and a half minutes and take the code and drop it in your CRM. Now, uh, in that email template we built, you, there's one that goes to featured offers. There's another one that goes to a landing. All of our coupons have their own individual landing pages for marketing and advertising, which nobody else has either. Right. So when they get there or they click on an oil change coupon, it takes them to the landing page They click on the other oil change coupon it takes them to a different landing page. Alignments, tires, you name it. All this is in this one email template. We track it all because of the UTM code. So you talk to anybody that works in a a CRM at the dealership to build an email template, they'll tell you it takes at least 25 to 30 minutes if not longer. So I demonstrate live to this sound, two and a half minutes. And it's it's stunningly, it it just blows you away. So now let's say we built this for. We missed you is the title of this email sent. You have a little break. You have a little limey. You have a little tired. The whole change and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you query. Um, you drop this code. You query up in the in your CRM. Everybody was in nine months to go. Nine months to fifteen months. They have not been back in the dealership. Okay. Three. Let's say it's three thousand. So you send this out right away because people say, Russell, how do I know if those people came in that converted on your coupons? Well, we don't have access to the DMS. And if we did, uh, we'd be at a $2,500 to $3,000 price point, not right. a $549, right? So they get that, but, but they know it works because you talk to any of them, they say, well, how do I know? Well, when you walk back in the dealership, they know because they bring them in. So this email template, we just set out 3, 000, 500 emails are bad right away. You know that. Okay, because they come back undeliverable. So that means 2,500 got delivered. Out of the 2,500 got delivered, you know all this in your CRM. You know everybody that opens it, how many times they open it during the next couple of days. You know that. Uh, You also know out of the 2,500 that got delivered, 400 people opened it up on the second or third day. And out of the 400 that opened it up, 225 actually clicked through to one of those landing pages or featured offers. Uh, 150 of the 225 converted okay, and 100 of those actually came in during that week. And you know, because the CRM communicates daily with the DMS, that you average two lines per row and $340, $341 for every closed ticket, and that's attributed directly from that email and what happens with the coupons. Now, that adds tremendous value, and that's a no charge item. So, I, I I I dare one of your customers or one of your people, audience out there listening, to call me on that one. And say, I have got to see this
0: thing. <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> well. well, I I think this conversation has been good. I you know I think we're up on our hour now, and thank you. This was this was really interesting to me because you know as we started talking through this, it started to remind me of some of the difficulties I had, especially when I was on the part side, but it just fixed ops in general. Right. And I think that's, you know, when, when you look at how, and trying to remember back to how hard it was to put together a decent special and to have the analytics behind it. Like I, I I just, I, I see a lot of value in that Russell. And I, I I applaud you for kind of thinking outside of the box here and, and uh, doing something a little different.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I'd like to, before we part, you know, people, um, I don't want to say how old I am or anything like that. People say, Russell, you're nuts walking away and starting a company from scratch at your age. Okay. But all my life, Jay, uh, not only you, me, all of us at some point in time, we're surrounded by people that said, you can't do that. I tried that. That won't work. And they got interrupted by somebody who just did. Hmm. So I dare people to dream. And I also dare people to understand that life begins at the end of your comfort zone not in your comfort zone. Be, if you really want to experience life to its fullest and enjoy the journey, let's get outside of your comfort zone. Be be brave enough to step through it because there's some remarkable things on the unknown side that will just uh, fire you up. And yeah. this
0: fires me up. I can tell. I love it. I, I love talking <laughs> to you, Russell. This was, uh, Thank you. This, this was a lot of fun. We appreciate having you on the podcast and, and hope we're able to do it again. Thank you very much. I appreciate
1: it. And make sure your people know how to get a hold of me, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you go, go right ahead. Uh, before oh. we forget.
1: Uh, Russell, R-U-S-S-E-L-L, 2s S two L's at fixedopsmarketing.com. And that's Russell at fixedopsmarketing.com. Or you can call me on my cell at 903-819-5253 or go visit our website and submit a form or look around or whatever. I would like to talk to you. Uh, If not, I hope everybody got something out of here, Uh, you know, thinking outside the box of some stuff they could do at your website. So Jay, appreciate what you do, what your company does. And
0: for this podcast, thank you. Thank you so much, Russell. And that's that's great information. We'll make sure to link your information in uh, the podcast notes as well. So thank Thank you for joining me, Russell, and have a great day. Peace out.